0: It's time for episode 354 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM. Recorded Wednesday, July 8th, 2020. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast that was all about TikTok before it was cool. My name is Dan Morin, and I am joined this week, sitting in for Mr. Micah Sargent across the internet for me. It is our uh, host emeritus and co founder, Mr. Jason Snell. Hi, Jason.
1: Hi, Dan. It's three weeks in a row for me. I think I can qualify for in-state tuition now, so I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Does that mean we have to give you benefits? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I contact my lawyers. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> this is, of course, the technology show where we invite two fantastic guests to discuss four tech topics with us. To my left this week, it is the host of Hands-On Photography over at Twit as well as a person who appears on many other podcasts, and a photographer extraordinaire. It's Mr. Ant Pruitt. How you doing, Ant?
2: Wow, so hyperbolic. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, Micah, Micah usually goes like way up there, so I feel like he's not here this week. I got to I gotta bring my game up a little bit. <laughs> oh, man,
2: sweet. That, now, that's how you get somebody started. That's Thank right. Thank you very right. much, Mr. Moore. You're quite welcome and to
1: my left the host of friends in your ears on the incomparable network and a unicorn who helps people it's Kathy Campbell hello
3: hello jason i'm always excited to be here
1: it's good to have you all right i'm going to kick things off today
0: um social media it's part of our lives. Now, I want to know how staying at home has changed your social media usage. Is it something that you end up turning to more because of some of the isolation? Or have you pulled back because you've got a lot of other commitments? Does your balance of which services that you've spent your time on, has that changed? Uh, how, how has your social media behavior changed in the last few months?
2: Ant? Well, my social media has been a little bit uh, up and down. I spent a bit of a hiatus for for social media because of all of the stuff that's been going on with the social injustice. And I have my social media curated to where I see a lot of interesting content. I don't get a lot of noise and a lot of trash, but it was still pretty hard these last couple weeks. So I, you know, I've sort of been hit or miss or pretty much on autopilot is if you follow me on Twitter, I have it pinned up there that I'm on autopilot and I'm pretty much just, pushing things out automatically just because that's I need to do, what I need to do. I need to get my content shared. But at the same time, I'm pulling back and just trying not to get caught up in all of the drama and foolishness and things that upsets me.
1: I am, uh, I think, a bit too much of a doom scroller, Dan. <laughs> but, uh, I, I do spend more time than I probably should looking at Twitter. And, uh, I mean, it, it is a source for me of useful information, I really do get a lot out of Twitter and I see a lot of fun stuff there. But at the same time, you know, it also exposes me to how terrible the world is. And that is hard. So I'd say the place where I have pulled back is I set my computer to um, not load Twitter or Slack at startup. And I try to make it a conscious effort to open, especially Twitter. And one of the things that I've noticed is when I have a particularly busy work day, I will have gone many, many hours or perhaps the whole day without actually opening Twitter. And then I open Twitter and I'm like, oh, wow, I haven't been here in hours. And it's not a bad feeling. It's not a bad feeling. So I should probably do that more. But I I try to do that. I try when I'm at my desk, especially to not even look.
3: Yeah, uh, I've been trying to balance my, I guess, social media life uh, between things that bring me joy and things that uh kind of press my knowledge um and get me to open up and learn in ways that i have been privileged enough to not be forced in my life um i don't know if that sentence made any sense mm-hmm. but i'm just going to go with it um uh, but <laughs> i so finding joy in things like tiktok um and instagram Uh, But also using those things to grow my knowledge and share my social beliefs and thoughts on people that are in my circle um, in a way to hopefully get them to expand their brains in ways that are not yelling angrily at the computer.
0: (laughs) But yelling angrily at the computer is my favorite pastime. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a
3: good cardio.
0: It's a a social media one. It's just me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, Jason, I I feel you on the doom scrolling thing. I have the temptation is always there, right? Because it is that endless fire hose, and there's always you just hit refresh at the top, and yeah. I, I've definitely caught myself doing it. Where it's like, you know, I just have feel like I'm just sitting here waiting for more content to get poured down the fire hose, and I realize that's that's unhealthy, and I need to step back from that a bit, and so. I think, you know, it helps when you do have other stuff that needs to get done that you can sort of throw yourselves into. So if you've got a podcast that needs editing or a piece that needs writing for me, that is something that helps take my mind off it a lot. But yeah, getting rid of that itch and that temptation in the back of your mind that's like, oh, I just I should just go see what's happening on Twitter. Like it's never it's never I'm gonna spend, you know, 30 seconds on Twitter. It's always I'm gonna spend ten minutes scrolling through things and responding to stuff, etc. So I, I think I've I've definitely spent more time on Slack than on Twitter recently because of just the the smaller nature of it. But even there, just the number of slacks I feel like I've ended up in keeping on top of them starts to feel like a chore. So I'm thinking about curating that list down even further and seeing if I can just sort of isolate. These are the ones that I really I love and I want to be here and I want to be talking to these people all the time. Uh, but thanks for all your thoughts on that. It is a challenge I'm sure many of us are facing. Let's go to our second topic today, which comes from Ant.
2: All right. So the pandemic continues its grip on the planet for us. And for some, spending has slowed down just because of the lack of income or just a lower bit of income. But sometimes you still have to make that order on Amazon or eBay. You sometimes just have to. So what was the last tech item you ordered during these tough times that you just had to have and why? And it can't be food or kitchen related. It could be work <laughs> or it could be non-work related, but it must be a need
1: Okay, well, it must be a need, so I'm not going to say the PlayStation VR. <laughs> see, <laughs> you, see it, you come I on, need, man. I needed to flee reality, okay? Uh, <laughs> I don't have a problem. You have a problem. <laughs> so, okay, here, here is what I did. I I, I looked. About a week into the lockdown, my uh, my big hard drive, my Drobo uh, raid, died. And Mm -hmm. I thought, oh no, like, how do I get, it was a question of like back then, especially of like, can I get like hard drives? Will Amazon sell me? And I ended up like buying a replacement on, on eBay for it so that I could get my files off of it and going to... Um, OWC and buying a raid there and then I had to buy drives for it and I got those mm. I think on Amazon but maybe that's so in the first week of the pandemic when we were all worried about like will they deliver anything will there be anybody working will there be do, do I have to wipe down all my boxes it was like early days right I am suddenly making all these online orders because I can't get to any of my data mm. Um, I also mm. ordered a backup drive from Backblaze because I needed them to send me my backup so that I could put that on on the new hard drives, so that was my. It was a. Uh, I mean, for a, It was a stressful time, and it just doubled my stress because I was dealing with all of that. And the thing is, two weeks later, I had all my data, and I had a new raid, and I was doing fine. But that was the one where you know I'm sitting there going, you know, we don't even know what's happening in the world now, but I guess I'm spending hundreds of dollars on hard drives because what else am I going to do? So that was mm. my. That was mine, Kathy.
3: Well, I'm going to beat you spending hundreds of dollars on hard drives. Um, last week, I started my computer. I grabbed my coffee, filled my coffee, fed the cats, uh, filled my water bottle, came back, and my computer still hadn't started yet. <laughs> um, and so I started getting creative, and um, I had been saving for a while, and I ordered my iMac Pro. Um, mm. So Wow. Yeah, that's coming at the end of the month.
0: (laughs) Mm. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I went back and looked over uh, some of my purchases. I think the thing I most recently bought, which is technology adjacent, uh, and Jason's with me here, I bought a green screen (laughs) because I've been doing so many Zooms and video (laughs) podcasts that it seemed like something I, I ought to have because my office is a mess, um, but for something that's really much more technology related, it was right about the same time, Jason, as you were going out and doing your raid stuff. I think I had an aging airport extreme as my main wifi, uh, router in the house And it had been getting touchy lately. And so back in March, right around the time everything was sort of kicking off, I was like, you know what? I I need to have a good internet connection. And I don't, same thing, I don't want to worry about whether or not I'm going to be able to get my hands on a piece of hardware and sort of redo all of this uh, in in whatever else is going on right now. So I ordered myself uh, an Eero I basically got it and you know set up my network and spent the uh, laborious process of telling all of my devices because we also decided at that point that we should change our um, SSID so we had to go through to every <laughs> single device in the house and tell it no no go to this Wi-Fi network now. Um, so that was exciting, but yeah, that was I felt like that was a pretty good need. I got to replace my my internet infrastructure so that I can still get online and still do my work.
2: Uh, for me, it's. For, it's about like what you were saying is tech adjacent. Uh, one of them, I guess, is actually tech. Uh, I bought an AC adapter um, coupler for one of the cameras here so I could just uh, plug it in and use it for video instead of having Ooh. to rely on the actual battery. Uh, but it, that also meant buying yet another C-stand because I'm continuing to try to build out my studio and make things the way I want it to, lo- to look for the shows that I create. So, yeah. Nice. I didn't spend thousands of dollars, (laughs) just about a (laughs) hundred. That's
1: fine. That's
0: fine. All right, that's two topics down, two topics left to go here at Clockwise, which of course means it's halftime, and this week's episode of Clockwise is brought to you by our friends Smile and their fantastic product, Text Expander. Text Expander boosts your business productivity by allowing your team to communicate smarter, faster, and more consistently across all your channels. The app is built with collaboration in mind. You don't have to reinvent common email and message replies every time you need them. Just store them in Textbander instead. Uh, I am not a regular text expander user, but uh, my regular co-host Micah Sargent is, and he will gladly regale you with the joys of all of the text expander snippets he has set up. And I think many of us have been on receiving ends of some of Micah's text expander snippets, (laughs) uh, or have had the uh the luckiness to have him share their his extensive library of text expander snippets with them because the man is a snippet machine. It's true. Uh, you can use your snippets anywhere you type Slack, Trello, Google Docs, email, web browsers, any place that you frequently have to find yourself repeating the same things over and over and over and over again. And Text Expander for Teams makes it easy to manage and share snippets across your entire company. Text Expander is available for Mac, Windows, Chrome, iPhone, and iPad, and clockwise listeners get 20% off their first year. Visit TextExpander.com slash podcast to learn more about Text Expander. Our thanks to Text Expander for their support of this show and all
1: of Relay FM. Halftime is over, Jason Snell. What do you have for us? Well, we all, everybody decided at some point that the real path to making money was subscription services. And so now we all get those things sucked out of our accounts every month for whatever it is that we're doing. It doesn't really matter. Everything has a subscription service. But I want to make this a positive. I would like everybody here to recommend a subscription service that presumably you use and like that you think would actually be worth it for somebody else to try. Kathy?
3: Well, other than the relay membership, which isn't (laughs) quite a subscription service, um, (laughs) I am going to recommend Kindle Unlimited. I tend to have a lot of buying Concerns when I buy my books um, because I'm like, ugh oh, what if I don't like it? And then I have to go through the hassle of trying to return it, or I just have a book and I, I read on my Kindle extensively, um, and most of the times the books that I read on my Kindle are not necessarily, um, like. <sighs> I just want to read something. It doesn't matter what it is. I want to read something that I'm enjoying. It's lighthearted, easy reads, etc. And so Kindle Unlimited is a way for me to constantly have something to read without that stress of buying a book that I'm going to hate. And then, oh my gosh, I just wasted the money on it.
0: Mm-hmm. Why would you ever return a book, Kathy? Man, I
1: know. <laughs> I
3: buy your books. <laughs>
0: that's fine. That's fine. We're okay, then. <laughs> um, for me, you know, one of the subscription services that has given me some degree of um, entertainment and escape from the world around us right now is I'm an avid uh, crossword puzzle solver. So I, I subscribe to the New York Times crossword, and I basically go in every day, or at least try every day, to go in and solve the crossword puzzle. And... I subscribed to this many years ago now, and I remember at the time thinking like, oh, it's so outrageous. It was like $40 a year or something like that. And I was like, "Ah, oh, so much money. And it's like, oh, wait, that's like... <laughs> a couple bucks a month. It's not that big a deal. And the amount of entertainment and sort of stress relief that I get from being able to do the crossword puzzle every day on my phone, on my iPad, on the web, if I want to, it is totally worth it for me. So I know not everybody is a crossword person, um, but I, I definitely advocate giving some of their stuff a try. There is some free content available in the app. You can check it out and see if it's something you might be into. And it's just, it just, it, it calms me. It's my Zen.
2: Oh, wow. Mine is a bit more polarizing than crossword puzzles and Kindle. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the, uh, I still stand by it. And it's the Adobe creative cloud subscription Ugh, right now. Yes. A lot of us are, uh, I get some sort of email, DM, tweet, text, something every single day about, Hey, I'd like to get started with photography. Hey, I'd like to get started with video. And I always tell them, well, Creative Cloud Photo Package is $10 a month. Yeah, That's what most people are using in the industry. Um, go ahead and get started with that and, and just start this. This Right now is the time for that because you got a lot of free time, so have at it. So, yeah, for me, it's the uh, Creative Cloud.
1: That's a great answer. I am a Creative Cloud Photography subscriber and have been since I started out on my own. And I've been using Photoshop for 30 years, like... I just want to have Photoshop around and and that for a hundred hundred and some dollars a year it's just like yeah it's it's right I I have a bunch that i could recommend um i'm gonna actually recommend two so you know it's my question i get to do what i want um mad <laughs> yeah. with power if there's a streaming service that you want to try um i have spent most of the lockdown watching things on hulu uh, some stuff on other streaming services but there's so much content on hulu if you're in the u.s especially um check it out i, I don't know if hulu is anywhere else but it's all of its stuff is in the u.s a lot of great uh, back catalog stuff there um, so, and, and a lot of great original content as well. And, uh, for reading, um, I'm a subscriber to the athletic and if you like sports, I, I think it's absolutely worth the money to read, um, a whole bunch of sports stories that are entirely motivated by fulfilling their subscribers instead of, uh, getting a lot of, uh, clicks for advertising on the internet. So I, uh, I recommend the athletic too. Anyway, that is my topic. Thank you all for answering it. I hope somebody well, it's not our job to just drive subscriptions, but maybe you got a good idea about something nice that you can try. Uh, Kathy, bring us home. You've got the last topic today.
3: All right. So we're all technical people. Um, what is something that you constantly find yourself using as a low-tech solution to fix, even though there might be a high-tech solution that exists?
0: So I was racking my brain a little bit about this and I glanced over at an old hard drive that's sitting on a, a table here in the office and I noticed that on the back there's a piece of masking tape and a ba- it's like the backup and identifying it. I'm like, labeling. I know there are really <laughs> fancy label makers I've heard people swear by them, but like I, you know, stick a piece of masking tape on it, write on it in a Sharpie and to me that really just gets the job done. I don't understand why you need a whole separate thing that's going to require batteries or being plugged in or. All the time, I have to spend typing little information into it so that I can print out labels. I, you know, we have tape, we have markers. I don't see what else we really need.
2: Uh, for me, it's, it's it's a little bit different, uh, and it's going to be my old school Sennheiser HD two eighty Pro headphones. Mm. <laughs> um, I love these things, and I'm not talking about it far as just using them at the edit bay trying to edit. I use it more so for when I take my morning walks and sometimes I don't want to talk to the neighbors. Um, If I have my earbuds in, (laughs) my neighbors will stop me and the dog to chit chat and talk because they can't see that I have earbuds and I'm just trying to listen to my audio book or what have you or podcast. But if I have those big cans on my ears, people just wave and keep going. So yeah, that solves the problem for me. (laughs) All right,
1: Kathy, I don't understand this question at all. Um, first off, this is supposed to be a podcast about tech topics, not not tech topics. And also, I I don't think you understand. My worldview is entirely about using tech solutions to fix low tech problems that exist, not the other way around. I so bought a blasphemous. Whole, I, I bought a whole box and, le- and figured out how to script it so I didn't have to press the volume up button on my speaker when I start my morning. Because wow. it starts too low, right? Now it, now it does it automatically because I scripted that thing. So I spent a lot of time thinking about this question and I don't know the best answer I can come up with is, um, we don't have air conditioning in our house and I've thought about buying like an air conditioning unit and all of that. But the fact is, fans stuck in the window <laughs> yep. do a pretty good job. And so I just have some fans and I don't have air conditioning and that's my life but that's the best I could do quite honestly because I reject the validity of this question on this podcast <laughs> and uh I yield all the rest of my time to you.
3: <laughs> well, it's a good thing Jason that you are only a temporary host here. Um, <laughs> Wow. It's fine. You answered the question, even if you gave me all of the shade, but I will give you my answer. So, I have multiple like speakers in our shower bathroom thing. And I would say, probably 75% of the time, they either don't connect or need to be charged or whatever. And so, I just stick my phone in a container so that it amplifies the sound. That's it. That's Brilliant. what I do. It's good. It's fine. It works.
0: That's good. I actually it's funny that you say that. Like I keep thinking like I have like Sonos and Alexas and all the other rooms of the house. Sorry, I just said the the bad word. Um and uh and not in the bathroom do I do listen we just have a radio. We have like a shower radio there. That's oh, pretty yeah. low tech, right? One's out of batteries all the time though, I tell you, it's the worst. All right. <laughs> that is the last of our four topics. We have just enough time for a bonus topic today, but first I want to tell you about our other sponsor, this week's episode of Clockwise is brought to you by Stackbit. Stackbit offers developers tools that enables in, that enable inline content editing, live previews of content changes, sharing of real-time previews, and more on their Jamstack site. All of this supports the tools developers already use. It doesn't require code changes. That's why Stackbit is a great way to Jamstack, which is, and I didn't know this, a development architecture based on client-side JavaScript, reusable APIs, and pre-built markup. Stackbit lets content editors make changes and preview how they look right on the page so they can know how their changes will impact it without needing to go through a whole publish and rebuild process. Content editors can also share real-time previews of content changes, and Stackbit works with your existing tools, including your static site generator, your headless CMS, and deployment solutions. Try Stackbit's editing and collaboration features right now via their site builder. Go to stackbit.com and click the Try Now button to create a Jamstack site in just minutes, built using modern tools and services like Gatsby, Sanity, Netlify, and GitHub. Once again, create your site today in just minutes at Stackbit.com. Our thanks to Stackbit for their support of Clockwise and all of Relay FM. All right, bonus topic this week: What's
2: something that's bringing you joy
0: right now? Ant?
2: well, since he's not here, I gotta give him a hard time. <laughs> but it does bring me joy when I fire up my podcatcher of choice and see Mister Micah Sargent and Matt Casanelli, or Matt Casanelli or Micah Sargent and Jason Howell on air because. Watching Mr. Sargent just do his thing on air and he's just smiling and glowing, it's just great because I know he's loving every second of what he's doing and it just warms my heart.
1: Aww. Yeah, I can't top that because we all love Micah, but uh, I will instead go to Funny Things on YouTube, um, Taskmaster mm-hmm. on <laughs> yes. YouTube watch mm. it all it's a whole tv show and they just put them on youtube uh, there are a couple seasons that they're going to be on the cw later this summer but you know it's a, just a really funny silly kind of sort of game show kind of uh, but they posted it from the UK and just go watch it go watch series 1 episode 1 and and you'll get it what it is and if uh and the other one that I always like to plug that's fun on YouTube is uh, Yell's uh Marble Runs the marble uh formerly the marble olympics now marble league I guess is happening right now and if you like sports or even don't like sports uh the fact that it's an entire sport involving marbles rolling And yet we ascribe personality to them. It says, as a sports fan, it says everything about the absurdity (laughs) of sports and I love it.
2: Uh,
3: So I know that there's a whole lot of controversy. uh, Wow. Controversy on the app and everything, but I'm still going to say TikTok. um, People are so flipping creative and, wide range there's something for everybody um you don't necessarily have to like download the app to watch it um but you can just there's so much joy that can still be found in the world and some pretty amazing people out there too
0: i'm gonna go with a mix of things Uh, i mean i thought that um you know, Ant's praise from Micah was well deserved. And I will say, one of my favorite things that I get to do is regularly play uh, D&D over at The Incomparable on the Total Party Kill podcast. And one of my frequent co players there is Mr. Micah Sargent. And we have a great time. Those shows are always super fun. Um, and it for me as someone who, you know, has long worked by myself and now is, you know, even more <laughs> socially isolated because of the pandemic, it's it's mm-hmm. nice to have that as a recurring thing where I get to go and hang out with people every week. And we actually even on weeks where we're not like playing and we're live streaming, we sometimes just get together and play a board game or we just get together and talk and don't even record it. I know, that sounds mm-hmm. weird, doesn't it? What you get together and talk, <laughs> you know, maybe at least it as a podcast? That's so strange. But it is delightful. It's great to have all these friends who I've made um from across the internet who don't always live near me and uh, still get to spend a lot of time with them so that's keeping me sane all right we have reached the end of this week's show all that remains is for us to thank our fantastic guests this week
2: Aunt Pruitt thank you so much for being here oh my pleasure sir my pleasure I really do appreciate you all having me
1: and Kathy Campbell thank you for being here and delighting us with your presence
3: Uh, thank you so much for having me and thank you Jason for answering my question
0: (laughs) sort of (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Jason, thanks for filling in again. It's been nice to have you here this week.
1: Uh, yeah, three weeks in a row. It's weird. It's like old times. I enjoy it. Uh, have me back anytime. Um, I I my, Micah's had, had a series of things that have happened that have taken him away, but he will be back hopefully next week. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and I, I just want to say, is this one of the shortest episodes of Clockwise ever? We blasted through it, so everybody killed it. Congratulations. The goal, ultimately, Woo! is to get Clockwise down under 20 minutes and keep it there. Right, Dan? Yeah, right? I'm, try- I'm trying to do a five-minute show. I think that can happen. Let's, let's get right on that. Uh,
0: well, uh, Jason, you did great. Take next week off. We'll be back then. But until then, we remind you, all of you listening out there, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock.
1: Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>